Well, good morning, my friend. Here it is, Friday morning. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me today as we end out another week. And I hope that you've had a good week so far. And looking forward to the weekend, seeing what God's going to do here at our church, Maranatha Baptist Church. This Sunday, we've got Baby Dedication Sunday and free family photos for every family that comes. And I'm looking forward to that. Going to be a good day this Sunday. Look, I'm excited about what God's going to do. Now, let me encourage those who are watching, um, if you can, if you're going to be coming to the Old Paths Conference, I'd like to invite you to come join me this year. Um, Old Paths Conference, March 20, 21, 22. Um, why don't you come? Be a part of the conference. You can register at oldpassconference.com and um, we need you to register if you are coming. That way we can prepare for you. We know how many are coming and I encourage you to come be a part of it. Always a great help as we talk about how to build our church and do it the right way without compromise. And I'd encourage you to come be a part of that. I think that you'd be, you'd find it be a help to you. And I, I ask you, I hope that you would consider it and come bring your people, Pastor, and be a part of it if you would. Well, I want to talk to you today about when God gives up. I know it sounds like a strange statement, but follow me as I go along with this little thought process if I can. In Psalm 81, verses 11 and 12, the scripture says, But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up into their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. Now, there are two types of believers and churches. There is the church or believer that attempts something great for God, and then there is the church or believer who slowly compromises what they believe to justify their laziness and worldliness. I would much rather be the first group that's attempting something great for God than to be that latter group that is busy doing nothing. Now, there's a tragic statement that God says in verse 12. He says, so I gave them up. In other words, God was saying that he stopped trying to do mighty works through these people and allowed them to walk in their own counsels. What, God, what caused God to give up on these people? We wonder what it is. Well, God challenges people in verse 10. He says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open, he says, open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. Now, God desired that his people, he wanted his people to have a great vision for him to fill it, but, but which meant they needed to work hard to see that vision come to reality. And God even promised that he would fill their vision no matter how big it was. However, verse 11 shows why God gave up on them when it says, but my people would not hearken to my voice. They chose to refuse to attempt something great for God which, God, which caused God not to work with them. He says, I'm done with you. He says, do it on your own. He let them do what they wanted to do, which resulted in their compromise and eventual judgment. Now, how is it that good people who once used to be involved in God's work end up compromising what they believe and being more like the world than like God? The answer to this question is they stopped opening their mouth wide for God to fill it. When a person stops attempting great acts of faith for God is when they end up compromising what they believe. God gives them up to their own counsels. And though they spiritually justify what they're doing, they're slowly straying from what God's word 
commanded us to do. Now, the best way to keep yourself and church from being like the world is to continue to open your mouth wide and ask God to do something mighty through you and go attempt something great for God by faith to step out and do it. Many churches have stopped attempting anything great for God which is why they continue to change and look more like the world. They've got, they want to have people and they want to, and, and they're more about play than anything else. How can a church change its music where it sounds more like country and Western and like the world? There's a lot of independent Baptists that are applauding so-called good groups in our independent movement that sound nothing. It sounds just like the country and Western crowd. And I'm amazed at, at how many, and I'm amazed at some of these preachers who allow it in their church. The answer is to stop, oh, they stopped opening their mouth wide. They got comfortable with what they have. How is it that a church who wants you, that wants you to have standards of holiness becomes a place that dresses and lives like the world? The answer is they stopped opening their mouth wide for God to do something through them. Now, one of the best ways to keep yourself and your church from compromise is to open your mouth wide for God to fill it. Attempt something great for God. Get a vision for soul winning. And see if God can fill it by using you to see soul saved um, through your soul winning efforts. Open your mouth wide on your bus route, bus captain, and attempt to fill your bus so that people can come to church and get saved. I mean, certainly God can reach thousands of people through our bus ministries if we just open our mouth wide and believe that God can still do it. Open your mouth wide in your Sunday school class, Sunday school teacher, and attempt to fill your class and see if God won't fill it. Why not? Listen to me. We ought, to, we ought to, every pastor ought to say, I want to have the biggest independent Baptist church in my town. Ought to be a desire for that. We lost that desire. I know there's that, there's that people, oh, you're just after numbers. Yeah, just like Jesus was when he was after, when he mentions the 3,000 people that got saved. Just like Jesus was when he says, where are the nine? Just like Jesus was when he said 5,000 people got saved. Just like Jesus was when he fed the 5,000. Just like Jesus was when he fed the 4,000. If, if God's not, if, if the numbers aren't important, then why did he mention them? It's a bunch of lazy, um, compromising preachers who say that kind of stuff because they know they're lazy and they're doing nothing. Good night. Our Bible is filled with numbers. We ought to go after. Tell the businessman to stop going after numbers. I'm tired of this lazy, compromising generation who's running after the evangelical crowd to figure out what we believe is independent Baptists. They're not independent Baptists, so stop following them. Somewhere we got to get back to understanding I've got to attempt something great for God. Let's build large churches. You say, well, large, and, and by the way, I'm not against, a, uh, against some of the churches that are smaller. There's churches that are smaller than mine, but they're in a smaller city. They're doing a better job than I am. I'm not saying that a, a guy running 1,000 is more spiritual than a guy running 100. I think of a good friend of mine in, in Bristoria, Pennsylvania. Um, he runs, I think, about 40 or 50 in that town. But that town only has a couple of hundred people, if that much, in that town. He's doing a better job than I am. Now, get this now, but why not do something like that? Do something big. Hey, get a fire in your soul and say, boy, I believe God can do something mighty. Open your mouth wide. You know why? Because when you open your mouth wide and you expect God to fill it, you're walking with God so much trying to figure out how can I get through this thing, and you're asking God, God, I need you to do something in my life. And what happens is God says, boy, you stay close to me. You step out by faith and stay close to me. He says, you'll stay right. You'll not compromise. But when we say, I'll have nothing to do with it, watch out.
You can always guarantee a church that stops attempting something great eventually compromises. I'm 54 years of age, and my friend, at 54 years of age, I've watched this throughout my ministry, and I'm telling you, at 54, I've watched church after church after church that, that stepped back and said, well, we're not about that. Let, let's, you know, and, and what happened? They end up compromising. Always happens. Always happens. Let's attempt something great for God. Let's see what God can't do. Let's see if God can't build our bus routes, our Sunday school classes, increase our soul winning, increase our baptism, and, and grow our churches. Do something great for God. My friend, this old world needs some people that just believe that God is still God. I'd encourage you, encourage you, open your mouth wide. Get a vision for God to do something, would you? Let's see what God can do. Well, I hope this is a challenge to you today. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.